Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 557. If you'd like to have a copy of it, uh, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Whichever the case may be, they're free, including the postage and the handling. Uh, we have some uh, Bible scriptures, exhortation, uh, letters, and also music. But right now, let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask him to anoint this service. Father, we thank and praise your holy name for the truth, the truth of your word. Some people, Lord, different religions make a uh, an entire religion out of one passage of scripture, such as when Mary visited Elizabeth and um, she stated, blessed is uh, the fruit of your womb, which is the, actually the Holy Spirit is the fruit that will come out of your womb. But the Lord never told us, uh, you never told us, Father, to worship her womb or her paps. Jesus rebuked the lady and the crowd for saying, blessed is the womb that brought you forth. And also the paps that you suck, Jesus said, yea. Verily, better is it that those that believe the word of God, that receive the word of God, that and do the word of God. Uh, these are my mother, this is my mother, and these are my brethren, those that keep the commandments of the Lord. Blessed are those that fear God, and uh, blessed are those that keep his commandments, not those that fear Mary. For Mary is just the womb, just the human being that you use to bring forth the uh, fruit, uh, which was the fruit was the the man child, which is Emmanuel. That didn't make her deity, Father, and that that done, and it did not make her to be anything to be worshipped. But it is just your Holy Spirit, you the Holy Spirit, who put Jesus in her womb. And uh, it came to pass that Jesus uh, came from you, Father, into her womb, just as Jesus comes into our bodies and uh, makes us sons of God. Lord, I ask that you uh, bring this forth in this uh, message on this uh, program so that the people in the world can come out of idolatry and that the people that are called to everlasting life will be strengthened. I ask it in Jesus' name and everyone says amen. Amen. Okay, now the Bible, the book of Revelation tells us of the things that are shortly going to come to pass and the Bible tells us that we can understand these things from the time is at hand. When the time is at hand, and the time is at hand right now, because the book of Revelation is very easily understood. And this was given to John, who wrote the book of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and also the book of Revelation. And John saw all these mighty signs and wonders, and the reproofs and the rebukes of the word of God, where God said that if we don't believe his son, which is the entire word of God, not Mary, Mary is uh, was her, she was blessed. Uh, the fruit uh, that came from the Holy Spirit and put it into her womb, the fruit is blessed. 
and uh, she was blessed because she was called for this duty. But uh, in uh, Revelation, you'll see that. And right now, here's J.D. Sumner, myself, and the Stamps Quartet, and myself singing lead, I, John. Well, and I, John, saw a mighty number Way up in the middle of the air Well, I, John, saw a mighty number Praise the Lord. Um, the Bible tells us that Jesus is the bread of life. That's in John 6, chapter 6, verses 33 through 35, and also chapter 6, verses 48 through 51. And then later, I uh, mentioned in the last couple of uh, messages that we, not, uh, we are the bread of life because we are one of uh, millions of people that are the bread of life because Christ is the head of the church and we are his body. And that's why he says that we are the bread of life. First Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 and 17. And then the Lord said that he is the light. That's John eight twelve. And then he tells us that because of the fact that we are the continuation of his incarnation, that we are the light of the world and that we're to let Christ do his work in and through us so that his light is projected to those uh, that God wants to be saints. So the saints 
uh, which are those of us that are the bread of life, because uh, by virtue of the fact that we're in Jesus and the light of the world, that we saints are called to bring forth saints, uh, other saints. We saints are called to bring forth other saints. And we can't do that by uh, telling people that uh, Mary is the, the church. Mary is not the church. She was uh, highly favored. And I read uh, many other people that were highly favored in uh, the world uh, by Christ, by God. And uh, some of them, one was Moses. He was, uh, and then, of course, David and uh, all different people have been highly blessed of the Lord. So blessed, but the Lord didn't say, uh, he says that she was blessed among women because there wasn't going to be any other woman that was going to be used to bring forth the Holy Spirit, the God, man, and he would come out of her womb. Um, it doesn't say blessed is your womb or blessed are your paps or any other part of your body. He just said blessed is the fruit that's going to come out of your body which comes from God. And uh, we, when the Holy Spirit enters into us, that we become members of Christ's body. And it states that we all are the bread of life. We are many, uh, the bread of life, uh, or the bread of God is many people. So um, I pray that no one will get it into their head. There's too many people already have um, uh, gotten it into their head that Mary is a deity, and she certainly is not. Nowhere, nowhere in the Bible does it say and everything in the Bible tells us about Christ and ourselves. And if we're going to have charity, we have to believe the Word of God, because love is the keeping of God's commandments. But the Lord talks about how uh, the people, he says, um, that the people that are preaching false doctrine are certainly not members of his body. And he uh, has warned this Antichrist church um, in the book of Revelations chapter 2 verses 20 uh, it starts out uh, find that in the Bible it says not uh, verse 20 chapter 2 notwithstanding I have a few things against you because ye, you suffer that woman Jezebel now, if you'll remember in the Bible, Jezebel is the one that killed all the prophets. And the Catholic cult has been known for years to have been burning people, the prophets, and saints at the cross. They, they uh, nail them to, or they've been burning them at the stake and nailing them to crosses. They were the ones that did these things. So that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, which actually kills the saints. Uh, they kill uh, people that are really of the Lord, people, true Christians, and she calls herself a prophetess. And uh, she, we, we're not to let her teach and seduce uh, his uh, servants um, because the Lord calls that fornication. 
And fornication is committing sin, all kinds of sins against God. So the Lord says that if we break one sin, we've broken them all. And a lot of people have uh, a lot to say about that, but uh, it's always people that don't know the Bible. So committing fornication. And that's why the Lord says that a man can divorce his wife if she's not keeping the commandments of the Lord. If she, it says, it doesn't say if she commits adultery, because committing adultery is just one of the sins that is called fornication. Because uh, fornication is um, that she is uh, breaking the, sp of the laws of God. Okay, so it's idolatry. And so anybody that uh, believes any other gospel other than the ones that Christ and the apostles have taught, that they're accursed. So uh, we, those of us that are Christians that allow this woman, this that calls herself a prophetess, this church, uh, to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. In other words, to just commit sins. And I gave her space, the Lord says, to repent of her fornication, of her committing all these sins, and she repented not. What are some of the sins? Well, uh, she teaches people to worship Mary, and they teach to pray to Mary. Nowhere in the Bible does it ever say to pray to Mary. If you can find me a scripture where it says for you to pray to Mary, I'll eat the Bible without salt and pepper, Okay. Now, she was blessed, but it was the blessing that God put in her womb, not her womb. The fruit of her womb is uh, the holy uh, Jesus, okay? But that was the, the fruit, actually, is the Holy Spirit that put that in her body, that put that body, that young boy, in her womb, and God also put um, Jonah in the belly of the whale. Does that make the belly of the whale to be worshipped? No. God puts himself wherever he wants to. Many are called and few are chosen. And he put himself in me, not because of any good thing that I ever did. And Mary even says that she is very lowly. And that God should pick somebody as lowly as her. And I was extremely lowly as well, because I was just a bitter, angry person out on the street. And the Lord came to me. Why? I had no idea at the time, but now I know because I hate the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which also is this Jezebel uh, that kills the prophets and is the one that is attacking Christian churches today. Not only Christian churches, but they're the ones that have taken the Bible out of schools and also that have uh, taken the Bible, are doing everything they can to get the word God out of the uh, government and out of everything. So God says, I gave her space to repent of her fornication. That means her sinfulness, her not serving God, but preaching a doctrine that is false that we're to pray to Mary, or that she's deity, these uh, people are praying to Mary. They're saying, Holy Mary, Mother of God. It says, uh, the Lord is with thee. Yes, the Bible does say, but they twist that prayer.
blessed art thou, blessed art thou, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. It doesn't say blessed is your womb, but it says the fruit, the the spirit of God that's uh, the man that is the God man that's going to come out of her womb. That's the blessedness, the not her. Blessed is the fruit, amen, amen. which is Jesus. That come, not you, but blessed is the fruit that comes out of you. And all people will call me blessed, she said, but that doesn't mean that I am God. Amen? Amen. And you can hear all the letters that come in saying you're highly blessed of the Lord. They say that about me because I bring forth the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and their souls were saved from what I teach and preach. But it isn't me. Paul stated he did more work than all the other apostles put together. And certainly, uh, a lot more, I don't remember Mary preaching the gospel except that one segment when the Holy Spirit entered into her and she was blessing the Lord for choosing such a lowly person as her to be the incubator by which God would bring forth the Messiah into this world. And so, therefore, um, you know, we're all blessed of the Lord, and blessed is the Holy Spirit that's in us, not uh, our bodily parts, not uh, anyone's womb or anyone's uh, private parts or any of their parts on their body, but blessed is the one that entered into us and gave us the salvation and washed away all of our sins with his blood. Not the blood of Mary or any other uh, saint that was ever saved, but uh, Christ. And we're to, the Bible says that there's only one mediator to God, and that is the man Christ Jesus. That there is no other, uh, there's no other um, person upon the face of this earth by which we uh, are able to be saved but Jesus and Jesus said that he is the only way the only truth the only life and that no man can get into heaven not even to talk to God Almighty but through him it never says that you were to pray to Mary that is a horrible sin that is a blasphemy of the Holy Spirit unless we confess and are uh, forgiven for that that's his uh, horrible but the natural man uh, is uh, uh, they can't receive these things of the Spirit of God for they are foolishness unto him they like these Gentiles are idol worshippers and they like to make up uh, a religion that uh, based on that one scripture where Mary entered into the room where Elizabeth was she was going to have a baby as well and his name would be John, John the Baptist, cousin of Jesus. And um, so she, when Mary came into the room, uh, the babe leaped in her womb. Uh, John the Baptist leaped in her womb. He was filled with the Holy Spirit there because that's the way the Lord wanted to endorse that the Holy Spirit... Uh, well, that was in Mary, was in her, that it was the uh, Holy Spirit, the, the Son of God, was in her. 
and it was put there by the Holy Spirit by no other means. But that doesn't mean that Mary is anything more special than that she is um, has been impregnated by the Holy Spirit. This is called the Holy um, uh, Child of God. And uh, so this is the conception the holy conception of God. But did that, was that anything that Mary did? No, God did that to her. But the Bible says that we're living in perilous times today where men will be lovers of themselves. they not uh, of the Lord. They don't care anything about the Lord. The Lord is the word of God. So when I preach the gospel to some people, they speak in tongues. I mean, they're baptized with the Holy Spirit. I can remember several times when I would be preaching and people would be believing the Word of God, not me, but the Word of God that I was preaching, and they would be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they would speak in other tongues. So they're making it out just because the Holy Spirit uh, and uh, John the Baptist was filled by the Holy Spirit when he heard the voice of Mary that, uh, you know, many people are filled with the Holy Spirit by the preaching of people. Robert Aguri was on the air one day, and I had been seeking the Holy Spirit for many years, and all the the time when I'd just about receive it, there'd be somebody uh, playing with a model airplane outside, and you could hear it buzzing over the roof of our house, and it would break the Spirit, and I wouldn't be able to receive it. But then one day I heard the preaching of a man that was anointed by the Holy Spirit. I knew it was the Holy Spirit talking to to me and I'm sure many others through this man. And I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But that didn't mean I was to worship that man, Robert Aguri. It just meant that God used him in a supernatural way that I should receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then there was the time in my Christian life where it was in 1967 that uh, Susie told me that God wanted me to do the promotion for this opera singer named Rovan. And he was working in a uh, lumber yard. And Norman Kay, who is a, was a real estate broker and his son now is in Las Vegas, brought this singer to me and said, he said, I told Rovan that you're a promoter with a capital P. And uh, if you promote him, he will definitely be a, a top singer in the world. So he wanted us to hear him. So we went over to Caesar's Palace, which was just opened up and went down to the sample rooms in the lower floor of the hotel. And we rented one for an hour and we went in there and Without any uh, orchestration or anything, Rowan just sang out. And I says, Sue, I don't, you know, this is uh, 1967, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones are number one. And uh, now you want me to, yes, she says, do it, because I like the way he sings. And besides, all the people in the entertainment industry think that you've gone crazy because you've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. And these things are foolishness to the unsaved that you should do such a thing that they think you're crazy. So um, do it. 
And so I knew that she was of the Lord. She'd been saved uh, 25 years before me. And so I said, okay. And I did it. And he did become the star of the Dunes Hotel Casino de Paris show. Uh, a cast of over 100 people imported from uh, Paris, France. Major Riddle was the head of the Dunes Hotel at that time. And he really liked uh, uh, the... Uh, Caruso, and he uh, loved Rovan, and so he hired him, along with Lee Fisher, who was with the hotel, and uh, so he became the lead singer of uh, the Casino de Paris, and so I started getting into it um, pretty much, and the Lord, in the 500 room at uh, Angelus Temple, the Lord told me, uh, through tongues and interpretations that stop what you're doing. Your wife said, that's it now. Now come into the fold. And so I says, well, I don't think so. And then somebody started speaking in tongues, and then the interpreter was there, and they said, listen to your wife. She's uh, telling you what I'm telling her. Now do it, or else, uh, you know, there'll be a lot of, uh, forget the rest of the things, but it was like a threat. And so I looked at Sue, and she looked at me with her eyebrows raised, and I and I looked away, and then I says, that was just, uh, to myself, I'm saying, that was just uh, a coincidence that this has happened. Then it's, this another person spoke in tongues, and somebody stood up and said, uh, this is the Lord God. Do not think that it is a coincidence that I said these things to you. Uh, this is what the Holy Spirit is all about. It tells you what uh, the secrets of your heart. He says, listen to your wife and put down this thing that you're doing now and come and serve me. And I looked at Susie and I said, that's it. <laughs> because she didn't know what I was thinking in my heart. And that's what I was thinking. And the Holy Spirit told me the secrets of my heart, uh, that I was thinking that this wasn't right. And so just because of the fact that the Lord talked to me that way, and uh, uh, several other ways that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit later, by listening to a preacher doesn't mean that I'm supposed to worship him. And just because of the fact that the Lord's Spirit is leading me to win other souls to the Lord, that doesn't mean that people should worship me or Robert or Curry or the two people that spoke in tongues in Angelus Temple or uh, the uh, people that interpreted or the uh, Mary that received a message from the Lord that she was going to bring forth uh, the Messiah, but, but that it was him that was doing that to her. She had no jurisdiction over that whatsoever. And when Mary came into Elizabeth's place where she was going to have a baby, it had nothing to do with Mary. The Holy Spirit did that and made the babe, John the Baptist, uh, receive the spirit of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which was also the spirit of Elijah into him while he was in his mother's womb. Because John the Baptist, Jesus said, was Elijah that had come. And why did Elijah have to come back to this world? It was because of the fact that it's appointed unto everyone that they have to die. Every man has to die. And so when uh, in the Old Testament, the Bible shows that God took 
Elijah alive into the kingdom of heaven in a chariot. And so he had to come back to earth to die. And before that, God took Enoch out of this world. And so, uh, and because he walked with God, he kept all of God's commandments. And so God is going to send him back as one of the two witnesses of God that is mentioned in the 11th chapter of uh, Revelation. And so many false uh, preachers and teachers say that that's going to be Moses or Elijah. No, it's appointed unto man once, one time to die, and after this, the judgment. Moses died once. He's not coming back again. He's not going to have to die twice, or is, either is Elijah. Elijah became John the Baptist, and when he got on the nerves of Herod and Herod's... Uh, illegitimate wife and uh, he uh, he cut his uh, John the Baptist's head off and then Jesus said this was Elijah come back but when they asked John the Baptist are you Elijah are you the one that we're to expect before the Messiah he said no well he lied and therefore the people of that day didn't believe that that was really the Messiah when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. They would, many people didn't believe in him because of what John said. If John would have said, yes, I am Elijah, well, then people would have believed that that was the Messiah. Many people, no, not, no doubt, lost their souls over what he said. And just like God said, he's going to send Enoch. Well, you know, the Lord uh, told many people that I was Enoch. I'm one of the two witnesses. And the, the Lord showed that to Susie, and he showed that to my, uh, my both of us, really. And he said, uh, that's why I got all these signs, wonders, visions, and dreams from the Lord. And anyone that tries to kill us will be killed. Anyone that comes against us will be killed. And, you know, I could care less whether I was Enoch or uh, the spirit of Enoch entered into me when I was saved. That doesn't matter. I... Really, as Susie told me before, she said, you know, those two witnesses are going to have to be so consecrated to God that uh, they w nobody would want to go through what they're going to have to go through. Well, we've been put through quite a bit already, and already the world is starting to hate us, and the Bible says that those two witnesses will be hated by everybody because of the media. They keep saying all these uh, lies and the Vatican keeps feeding these lies to the media, and the media keeps saying them. And so we're hated more, Susie and myself, than any other Christians on the face of this earth that I know of, except people that make strong stands in the Lord. But the Vatican hates us more than anyone because of the fact that we pull the, the we expose them as the, this wicked woman Jezebel. And so continue reading that scripture, so, okay? Verse 22, Behold, I will cast her into a bed. and then Okay, he's going to cast this um, false prophet, this woman that calls herself a prophetess, but really she's the Antichrist, the mother of every abomination on earth. And I'm going to cast her what? Into a bed. And them that commit adultery with her. So adultery is the same as fornication. Now he's saying adultery. They're committing sin against God because they're preaching the false doctrine that you're supposed to uh, 
that Mary is the body of Christ. She is no such of a thing. And that she is the, um, she's something that she's not, that she's deity, that you're supposed to pray to her. And that is absolutely forbidden. You're not to pray to her. And then what? Into great tribulation. He's going to put her in great tribulation. Because the Bible said that this is a satanic organization. It says that the dragon, that great red dragon, the devil, has all these heads and horns. It's uh, not the, this is it. This is the powers and principalities of darkness that's on this earth, both the spiritual and carnal uh, people that are of the devil. Because it's Satan that has these crowns and uh, these uh, heads. All right, keep going. Except they repent of their deeds. Well, so that shows that the Catholics can repent. And that every false religion that has joined up with her can repent. But if you don't, God will put you in a bed of affliction with her because she's teaching the uh, God's children to commit fornication. Then what? Verse 23, And I will kill her children with death. So the Lord says that he's going to kill you. That's why when I say, If you don't repent, God will kill you with death. Okay, and it's not going to be nice. Death, if you don't repent, is eternal death where you're going to be suffering the pangs of hell where you and the lake of fire where you'll be screaming your heads off because it'll be as though you're in a, a French fire cranked up far hotter than the sun and that you will be screaming and there's no escape and it's going to happen forever. You're going to be screaming your head off, chewing on your tongue for pain, and never be able to pass out or to die. You just you just keep dying and dying, but you never die. And you wish to God that there was a pharmacy somewhere where you could get all kinds of narcotics, but narcotics are not there. There's no pharmacy there, and there's no exit and no exit signs there in the lake of fire or in hell. You're there permanently and forever. And uh, do you ever stop to meditate on how long forever is? It never ends. It's for eternity. Eternity never ends. For as long as those of us uh, who have repented of our sins and have come into the fold of Christ and have accepted him into our heart, we're going to spend eternal life, everlasting life in the kingdom of God, in paradise where it's, there's no pain and no growing old. We return back to when we were the most beautiful in our life and were even more beautiful than we ever were. And so, you know, people should never, ever uh, continue on uh, worshiping with this Antichrist cult. Okay, continue on, Sharon. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Yeah, according to your works. So a lot of people say, well, we don't have to do any works. Well, that's uh, Antichrist doctrine as well. It says that God is going to give us, if we did good works, he's going to reward us for the good works that we allowed Christ, the Father, and the Holy Spirit in us to work and do. 
he's going to rework. Uh, then, if you go the opposite way, you go the opposite direction. You can. The Lord allows it, but you're going to pay for that too, for not doing what the Lord says. You're going to get paid for your works. And you know, if you do evil works every day, every evil work is recorded, and also every good work is recorded. Now, the best work you could do is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your um, as your Savior, as your Deliverer, and also the Father to receive Jesus with his Father and by the Holy Spirit in you so that you can have the full Godhead in you and then uh, continue on keeping the Lord's Word until the end of time. Um, now, is there more? Verse 24, But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. Verse 25, But that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. Yeah, if you've got salvation, hold fast. In other words, continue on, allowing Christ to use your body as the continuation of his incarnation in this world so that you don't go to hell. For only those that continue in patience, allowing the Lord to be your uh, God, to let him work in and uh, through you, to use your mortal body for him to live and work in, you will be saved. Then what? Verse 26, And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will oh, I see, give. only to the end. To keep my works unto the end. Then what? To him will I give power over the nations. See, so the Lord, if we continue on in the Lord, it may look like things are very dismal at times. It'll look like, you know, the money's not going to come in to pay the bills, that uh, your loved ones or you will not be healed. But if you're keeping the commandments of the Lord patiently, then the Lord says, what? I will give, to him will I give power over the nations. Yeah, so if you have power over the nations, it's for sure that you have power over your body to be able to keep all the commandments. Amen? Amen. And first you have to, before you can become used by the Lord, you have to um, be, let the Holy Spirit take power and dominion over your flesh, over your uh, former life. You cannot live the former life that you are living. This is what uh, why people hate the gospel so much. They want to take that away. It's just like those evil kings in the Old Testament that says, I don't want to bring this person over to me because he never tells me smooth things. He always tells me things that I don't like. Well, you know, uh, you either have to like what the Lord says or you go to hell. Amen? Amen. He says that he'll uh, send your soul to hell. Then what? Verse 27, And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. Yes, we shall rule the world with uh, a rod of iron, which is the actual word of God. It's the despised word of God. Now, they don't despise the two uh, prophets, the two witnesses in uh, 11, if they were just doing the things that you people do out there. But they're despising them because they're preaching the same gospel that Jesus preached and the apostles. Amen? Amen. And the prophets. That's why the world hates the word of God. Now, we know that all the word of God is 
God's truth, God's judgment. So we're not, uh, the Bible tells us not to judge in any other way than by what he says. Because his word is God and his word is the judge. So everything that God says is judgment. And we've been told by God to use his judgment. Whatever he says is absolute truth. So continue on. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. Verse 28, and I will give him the morning star. Verse 29, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Yeah, what the Spirit says unto the churches. That is the fruit of the womb was what comes out of heaven. It was uh, Christ that came out. We're to worship him and uh, no one else. He uh, states, Jesus states, I am the way, not Mary. I am the truth, not Mary. And I am the eternal life, not Mary. That's John fourteen six. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And they are life. Not what Mary says, but what uh, God says. Okay, read when Mary went to her uh, to her uh, relative's house, to Elizabeth's house, and what was said there. Because this is uh, God. Uh, the angel never said this to Mary when he said, "He said, Blessed art thou among women.'" He didn't say, "Blessed is the fruit of thy womb," but he said, "Blessed art thou among women," because you're the only one that I'm going to choose to be the incubator to bring forth. Uh, this blessed Christ into the world. Okay, now go ahead and read it. Luke chapter 1, verse 39. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah. She arose and she was pregnant and she went, okay, keep going. And entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, well, when I heard the voice of Robert Aguri, <laughs> I was filled with the Holy Spirit too. But did that mean that Robert Aguri was uh, blessed? You know that I went to get some of his messages from Angela's Temple, and they say that he fell away and died of AIDS. So a person that, I mean, he was so spiritual that when he preached... The, from the book of uh, Galatians, the third chapter, I, I knew it was the Lord talking through me because everything he said brought me up a higher and higher and higher level unto the Holy Spirit. And uh, then I saw this Holy Spirit like that very thin uh, waterfall in Brazil or someplace, but it was coming down slow and I had my eyes closed and it was colored of honey or like yellow gold. And I knew it was coming down, and I knew it was going to hit me right on top of my head very slowly. And I knew when it did, I was going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I did. And I spoke in other tongues, and it was him. But that doesn't mean that we should pray to Robert or Gurry, because, you know, even if he wouldn't have fallen away from the Lord, even if he didn't backslide, and I know that he was speaking by the Holy Spirit, there's uh, no possible way that I'm going to pray to him, okay? Even if he wouldn't have fallen away, even if he hadn't caught AIDS and died, 
Okay, go ahead. And the people of Angelus Temple, they don't even want to mention his name. What he did, I don't know. But I know that his wife was not happy with him because when he, I wanted to stop and tell him that I had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit uh, when he was, uh, the Holy Spirit was using him to bring forth that message regarding the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And um, so he patiently waited there and talked to me, even though his wife, who is very beautiful, she went out the back exit of the main room uh, there. And um, I just, she had a hateful look on her face. I think that maybe she, uh, I don't know whether she was right or wrong or what, but I didn't know what was going on in their life. But he was so patient. And he said, well, what message? He said, I did a whole series on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so that's what I went back to Angela's Temple to find out, can I buy these? And I offered uh, thousands of dollars to anyone that would let me have those messages because they were so good. I mean, they were just so Holy Spirit filled. So and read again, uh, read what, uh, uh, so she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, go ahead. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. In Elizabeth's womb, that was when the Lord's Spirit entered into him. He received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and he also received the spirit of Elijah in him, because Elijah had to come back and die. And remember, Jesus even said that John the Baptist was Elijah. Okay? Amen. Then what else? And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she spake out with a loud voice. Yeah, she was filled with the Holy Spirit because of what Mary said. The Holy Spirit anointed her from the voice of Mary and came forth with that uh, prophecy. Okay, then go ahead and say. She spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women. Yeah, because uh, you're the only one that's going to bring forth this uh, mighty Savior. And then what? And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. The fruit of thy womb is Jesus, which is, uh, that's, the, that's the actual fruit. That's the actual, what God intended. Not that Mary be worshipped or that she uh, be praised to or prayed to. But uh, that is just, uh, he says, ble you're blessed among women because you're bringing forth the Messiah. Okay? And well, I'm bringing forth the Messiah by uh, preaching his word to you. And Sharon is bringing forth the Messiah by reading these words to you. So we're all members of uh, Messiah's body. Not Mary's body, but Messiah's body. Then what? And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come The mother to me? of the Lord. Yeah, she, she's bearing the... So I'm bearing uh, the uh, word of God also. Who was Jesus but the word of God? The Bible calls him the word of God. And the Bible calls him God. It says, uh, Emmanuel, that God will come to the world in the flesh of a man. And he will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Amen? Amen. Not Mary with us. God. God could have, um, God could have sent him down here without going through the womb of a, a, a person. But um, what happened? Then that wouldn't have proved that he was human flesh. And God wanted to prove that the Bible, that the Word of God could be kept perfectly by a person that had Jesus in them. If you believe in Jesus, then you have eternal life. If you continue believing the Word of God and showing it by good works, 
to the end of your life. Okay, that's just simple. And why people can't believe that, I mean, it's the simplicity of the gospel that throws people's souls. And that's why these religions become so complicated. And for years, they just spoke in Latin, so you couldn't understand what they're saying. But now they're having to come out uh, because of so much of the word of God that started being uh, preached and uh, also telling people that this is the body of the Antichrist, the Catholic cult. And so now they're coming out speaking in English, and they're mixing quite a bit of uh, truth. But after they say the truth, they always say, now now make sure you say your rosary every day. Well, that isn't in the Bible. And it tells you to pray to Mary. That's not in the Bible. That's absolute heresy. That's fornication. This is what the Lord says that you must repent of. And they burned people to the stake, and they murdered those people at Waco. And... uh, this uh, President Clinton that is uh, a Catholic who said before he became president that he was a Baptist so he could get all the Baptist votes because uh, the people are gullible and Clinton knows that and I know it as well too Uh, you gullible people just worship and uh, vote uh, people into office that uh, have been quickly one after the other, destroying the earth. And Satan is using them in a mighty way, and they're all Catholics. Okay, so you mustn't trust in the arm of flesh, but trust the Lord. Okay, continue on here. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Sure, because the Holy Spirit did that. Same as the Holy Spirit entered me when Robert Aguri was preaching the gospel. And sometimes when I preach the gospel, people are filled with the Holy Spirit. And you hear the letters from them all the time saying, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm saved now because I heard your words. So this is Mary just saying something, and the Lord uh, uh, poured out a spirit. Then what? And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Yeah, in other words, she's going to have the baby. She's going to give birth to a godly, to God himself, uh, who is uh, come into the earth uh, as a man. and But that doesn't make her, uh, that she's uh, got eternal life in, the, uh, in her purse, okay? Because she still has to continue keeping the commandments of the Lord because she was just an incubator that God used, just like he's using us to bring forth the uh, Christ child, by the word of God. Okay, and then what? And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. Yeah, in God, not her. She's not deity. Then what? For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. Yeah, she says, I'm no big deal. I'm just the lowest state. But God is using me. And then what else? In this great way. Then what? For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. Yeah, that she was been blessed by the Lord. Sure, who would? what woman wouldn't say they were blessed if God brought forth the Messiah through them? Amen? Amen. But we're bringing forth the Messiah by preaching the word because the Messiah is the word of God. Then what? For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. Yeah, his name, not her name. Okay, my time is up. Okay, my time is up. Sad to say because I'd like to uh, have Sharon read the rest of these scriptures to you. But you can read them yourself. Where's this at in the Word of God? Luke chapter 1, 
We stopped at verse 49. Yeah, but it's good to read the whole chapter. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, for those of you that would like to have Christ living in you like he was living in Mary, but uh, not really because uh, he came into her womb as flesh and blood. But the Lord will use your flesh and blood to live in if you say this prayer. And if you'll be used, uh, let God use you for whatever purpose that he wants us to bring forth more and more souls into the fold. If you'll let him use you, then he will bless you with eternal life. So right now is the time to ask the Lord to come into your heart as he came into Mary by the Holy Spirit, and he'll do that to you just as he did me and everyone else that's born again of the Spirit. Say this prayer, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins, and I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and invite you, Jesus, and Father, and the Holy Spirit into my heart. Uh, Lord, wash all the four filthy sins I've committed away and the precious blood that Jesus shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away that calls on you. Therefore, I know that you've heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. All right, now praise and thank the Lord and share and tell him how to receive a copy of this uh, audio tape or CD, number 557. It's free of charge. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo uh, saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from God. And right now, uh, this is uh, a song that our choir and orchestra sang years ago. A lot of them were saved, just like Brother Aguri was. And uh, you don't want to become a sinner after you've been saved because there's no hope for you then. And here they are to sing for you, Whoa, W-O-E. Woe, sinner man. Yeah.